0: what's going on my beautiful people you already know what this is it's on the lock out it is august 6 a beautiful day today in new york so i decided that first of all first of all i was just outside right we in new york city and i was just the ice cream truck comes down the block and you know. And it's Mr. Softy. And I'm like, not for nothing, that's like an awesome little sound. For some reason, it's like the one sound that is not annoying. Like super annoying, right? Like it's a noise that could play. You could be talking and that noise can interrupt. And it doesn't feel like an interruption. It actually feels... Like, cool like that I was like that sound belongs there. So I was thinking like in my head because I have a bugged out imagination right and I'm pretty sure most of us do. Well, if you're anything like Warpath, <laughs> your imagination is crazy. But uh I was just picturing like that sound playing and like someone probably like doing a podcast show uh talking. Uh, maybe an intro sound. I don't know, but I was also told one time that they don't... Well, like, you know, on the tube and things like that. that it's like music, and someone has the rights to that, of course, like everything else in the world. And, like, kind of sort of, like, it's a problem with that. And that's sad, because when it's a, so- a sound like that, like a sound of happiness, like a happy birthday song, things like that, I don't think that no one should really get penalized for using something that brings so much joy to some people. I don't know. That's just my take on it. Moving right along, I don't know how the hell or why did I start talking about that, but that's part of the podcasting show and what I do, what Warpath does. I don't go and practice what we're going to talk about, what's going to go on today, what... Uh, what have you, right? I just come on, boom, I put on the equipment, I get the microphone going and we get the yapping and we get the talking and hopefully wherever you're at, you're having a good day or you're making the best out the one you was given because it's a fact. You got to make the best out of bad situations, which leads me to, I was thinking earlier and I actually posted something like this On Instagram, why is those, like, the places where everyone seems like they, you know what, F rich, they wealthy, (laughs) like, everyone has a trillion dollars, no one is going through no problems, no one is doing bad, hey, look at me, I'm super happy, like, every couple has a smile, boom, nobody has a bad day, like, I think I want to be the guy that, Take a picture with people and like look angry next time, or like, like we're having a bad day. Like, I don't know, and I don't mean to spoil it for everyone. It's just like, God damn, everything is like, Hey guys, it's me, Tom. I'm here to like, like, super bubbly, super happy. I get it, you know, but God damn, that's not reality, bro, you know. There's people going through shit in the world. There's a lot of things going on. And uh, there's people right now that I can tell you that don't even have a dollar in their pocket. And, hey, look, it's okay. I've been there, done that in my life. I had my ups and I had my downs, which leads me to this convo right here. Right, I wanted to talk a little about when I was growing up... <laughs> From what I could remember in the streets of Sunset Park, Brooklyn, right? A young, innocent dude. I remember that everybody around me used to smoke. Like herbs, chiba, the ganja, you know what I mean, right? That plant that everybody's legalizing all over the world. (laughs) That no one seems to have a problem with. Well, there's some people that do still consider it. Like, look, bottom line is we understand that medically is helping a lot of people, but medically all these substances help people in one form or another. Do we legalize them? I don't know. Look, and I don't want to make it seem like I'm the guy that's against 420 or whatever it is, movements that people got going on and podcast shows and what have you. But I know what happened to me. I could tell you from my experience that that is what I started off with. I started smoking pot, right? (laughs) Bud, loud, ganja, cannabis, right? Whatever it is. That's how we started. And I don't know if it's going to be even a problem with me talking about that here, but, hey, look, um, I didn't know, you know, but I guess... uh, We'll find out, right? But uh, one thing is for sure and two things is for certain that it led to a lot of things that were not good in my life. And it also played a part, like, was I happy when I was doing it uh, or did it lead to my depression? Uh, At this point, I would have to say that it did both. Because there was times that I did smoke some bud, man, and I was super bubbly, happy, laughing, man. I had the craziest times of my life. And then there was times that I smoked, and I was super paranoid. I didn't know what to do. But one thing is for sure, and two things is for certain, man, is that at one point or another, growing up in my teens, doing that, doing stupid, you know, naive, uh, and I can't even say, like, ignorant things, right? That some of us doing. Some of us didn't. And, hey, if you never did, then that's good. I'm proud of you, Johnny. You did great, man. Now you can buy mama a dress. Won't you buy her the dress, me on You the one with all the money? <laughs> if you can tell me what movie's that from, you the man, bro. You have been around. You're an OG. cha You should take the word OG seriously. You're crowned OG of the week. It's official. If you could comment, however you could get to me a message stating that, right, whatever app you're in, whatever. By the way, follow me on everything is on the lockout. You, whatever app you're using, whatever pack, podcast uh, uh, app you're using, or software, whatever, whether it's Spotify, Google, uh, podcasting, uh, iTunes. I'm all over the world with it, right? So, check us out. You know, YouTube facts on the lockout, right? So, you can Google it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we got to throw that out there, because, I mean, no one's going to do it for us. But anyway, let's check this out. Enough of the promotion, right? Warpath, let's take it back. Six minutes. Six minutes. So, like I was saying, right? I started off the... (laughs) So I started off uh, with that. And at one point or in my life, I thought I was like this balling type of dude. I, <laughs> I thought like I was like a fucking super dealer, right? Like you you want to grow up and you're thinking you're the man and you want fast money and all this stuff leads to crap, to nothing, to nothing. The same way you get it, the same way you spend, you spend a lot of years out your life, you throw your life away. You make it nowhere while everybody is advancing in life. You're stagnated to the same piece of shit that you was to fucking begin with, right? So the years pass, years pass, years pass. And now, and I'm seeing guys I grew up with, people I went to school. What are you doing, man? Yo, listen, I'm a direct over here. I'm running this. Look, I got my own business. I started my own company. I did this. I, and fucking here you are with the same hopes and the same dreams. But you ain't getting nowhere because something is blocking you. And the bottom line is that you blocking you, I was blocking war. You understand? Nobody else was blocking me because I was always good at music. I was always good at, you know, uh, a communicator with the peoples, like being one, <sighs> bonding. <laughs> so uh, I know I had something special in me and then my job on this earth couldn't be just me to be a nobody, right, a dude that uh, infested my neighborhood with things that were no good for people, and at the same token, I was doing harm to myself, because I started indulging myself in these no good uh, pharmaceutical shit, things that we got going on here in the world, right, and everybody's addiction or what have you comes in different forms, and it's all different, and I just always believe that, look, my man, addiction is addiction. Whether you smoke weed, you drink beer, whatever, is all a substance that is a mood-altering substance and therefore is considered a drug because it takes you out from feeling from your normal state of being, right? And that could be a fucking problem, right? <laughs> so I go on and I graduate because eventually you graduate. Not everybody and those that don't cool. But if you smoked and then you started drinking liquor, you graduated, look up alcohol. is like the number one killing drug in the world. It's facts. And it causes so many deaths throughout the years, man. And, and it's a very sad thing. But, of course, it's, rant, it's the government is making money. for it. It's being taxed. So it's okay now, you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. But in the Prohibition days, it was super illegal. They'll kick your door down for booze for hooch for whatever right it was illegal they was raiding the house just like the same way they raid for harder stuff nowadays right so it's sad you know that in certain parts of the world everything is legal You just have to deal with it in a certain area. But no one really thinks the effects that it causes on people. And if it wasn't for these things existing, and I can't blame them because I went out and got it. I'm not the type of dude that, like, most people grow up and they want to blame the white man and, uh, you know, and all this dude or that dude. Man, there's nobody to blame, man. We love all people over here. I always practice that and always preach that on all my sites, on all my... Social media is always love all people, lockout gang, lockout fam on the lockout the show. Right, my name is Warpath. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, we never blame nobody, you know. I most of my life growing up, you know, going to jail institutions, programs, and what have you, right? And of course, that. You know, just a million times we got our life together and then went back to jail, came out, did the right thing, went back to jail. Went, you know, first you go to the streets and you start running the streets and eventually you end up in jail or dead. It's the bottom line. There is no in-between. There is no, in between. There is no uh, well, I'm going to make all this money and then I'm going to just quit and I'm going to like, live a super happily ever after life with a wife and kids and a picket fence and, bro... That's in the movies, and most movies don't even end like that, right? It's very rare the people that you see that are successful drug dealers or runners, whatever, right? Is, Bro. And if I'm wrong, correct me, but I've been around, bro. <laughs> Trust me, and I've done it all. And it's not to glorify, or no, we're here telling a story and hopes that maybe, just maybe, someone can hear something that maybe can save their life or deter them for going down the path that we have or that I have, right? So, <laughs> uh, and I, I, I want you to listen to the show to the end because it, it's about to get really, really, really insane over here. You hear me? <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it's our second episode here. You know, we're trying to do this different. We're trying to bring different content from everywhere else that you're only going to get on these apps, right? You're not getting content filtered down. Although, on a weekly basis, I might pick a day where I take the audio from my videos and put them on here, and you get to listen to that in an audio form. If You you, you, you follow? No? You don't know what I'm saying, Papi. <laughs> so yeah, hmm. Just <laughs> get Scooby Doo on them. You already know. So yeah. Uh, throughout my life, man, I wanted to try all, everything. I was like the type of dude that I'll try anything one time, right? And one of the worst things that happened in my life, man, was when I myself started dealing with Percocets, opioid, and, and and things like that, man, it was like a time in my life where I, I just remember this dude around my way, and he was like, yo, bro, I I don't want to give you this, but I don't want to deny you either. You think I'm greedy, so like, you want some? And I was like, bro, let me see what the... Nah, let me see what's that. Bang, I did it. Felt nauseous, real bad, throwing up, all types of things. The second time I did it, I was like, oh, "Okay, cool." The third time I did, okay, cool. So I, you, I got accustomed to it. And I was, I felt like, where in the face of the earth has this shit right here? Like, where has it been? Because my guy, it was a feeling like I never felt before in my life. Like I didn't feel no worries. No problems. Everything was solved. I could be broke but felt rich. I could feel weak but felt strong. I could have been in pain but never felt the hurt. I don't know if you understand me, but still in all. No one, it didn't come with a manual. No one explained to me that you're going to get sick. They didn't explain to me that you're going to lose your loved ones, that you're going to lose relatives, that you're going to rob everybody, that you're going to fucking deceive friends, and that that's going to be the most important thing to you. No one explained to me that that was the work of the devil, right? It's a powerful shit, right? And it's a problem because (laughs) most of our youth... And most rappers and dudes that are in the music industry and what have you, they dealing with this right now. And it seems like the cool wave. Like I pop Parker's heads, I pop my too. I'm in the building, baby, tell me what you want to do. I got three perks on me. Two for me and one for you. Tell me, baby girl, what you really want to do. Let's pop perks and some mallets. Let's have a party, mommy. It's just me and you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they rapping about it, right? They got a little flow with it, a little swag. They make it sound good. But the look is ugly, right? So a lot of... The, the, the thing with that is that when you got money, you can hide it. It's not super noticeable. Because we overlook all that when we looking at a video. People see the glam the jewelry... The clothing, oh yo, the drip was crazy. Nah 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 nah. The lean was crazy. You know what I'm saying? The the nod was crazy. Like he's he's dying inside, right? And it's like no one has a problem with it. Right? And one thing that Eminem said one time, he said, bro, most of my songs that I made, I made them while I was twisted, right? And I didn't remember them when I went to perform them. Because that opioid is a motherfucker. So did Lil Wayne. So did T.I. These are dudes that have been in drug programs for years and out. Drew, the rapper that was signed to T.I., they, they was in a drug program together. Like, nobody talks about this, but it's facts, right? Because they said themselves what they've been through. And I'm not trying to blow nobody up. I'm just trying to show you that we down and talk about the dude from down the block. Like, oh, bro, he's ahead. head. Or he used to get high. Like, does that make him a bad person? That do change his life. That's been eight years ago, my guy. That's where the thing comes in that I always say some people change. Just, you know, you could change all you want to change. Other people remain the same. It happens to me. People that know me and see me. And, and even people that haven't seen me for years. If you mention me. What they remember is when I was robbing people in the street, sticking dudes up for their jewelry, or when I was doing grimy stuff, any other sleazeball ball stuff I was doing, because I'd done it all, right. And then they take you back. They don't tell you about when he was balling, making money, gang gang all that, right? They just tell you the part where he was where he fucked up, he effed up, and he was running around indulging in drugs. They don't tell you the times that he was sober, doing the right thing, working. None of the good stuff It's like, yo, he's just a doodle head. Boom, that's it. You're a loser. That's that. Right? You're marked for life. And it life doesn't work that way, man. You know? People change. There's some people that want more for themselves. Like we do. Like I do, right? Like you do this listening. Right? And if you never went through none of this, then it's cool. Maybe you can pick something up that will definitely help you never pick something up. You get what I'm saying? Because for a lot of us, this is some of our yets, right? You are yet to try that. You know, and a lot of us say, y'all, nah, I'll never do that. You know and you know that saying that they say, never say never? I'm a firm believer of that. Because I was one of those people that used to be like, never, I could say never, because I'll never, never what? It was a yet, it happened. Moving right along. Next. So you try that. You try everything in the book. But what stuck the most was that, right? Like the happy drug, right? And it's fucking sad. So that led to me missing out on a few record deals because I was good with music. We was in my neighborhood at those times. The real Roxanne used to be out there. We used to go to her house. Uh, Roxanne, right? But, I mean, the Puerto Rican Roxanne. Facts. And she lived up the block on um, 4-1. And we used to hang out on this block, 41st and 5th. And we used to go to the house. At an early age, I was hanging out in the house. That's the first time in my life where I seen like a ghostwriter. It was a white dude with curly, crazy hair and an MC jacket and MC boots. But rhymed better than any black or Puerto Rican dude I ever met in my life. And she was like, this is Mike D. And I'm like, what's up, Mike? He's like, dude, what's up, man? You party? I'm like, whoa, whoa, that word party goes a long way, bro. What do you mean you party? You know what I mean? Because party can mean like, yo, do you get crazy, crazy, crazy? You know, frigging, 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 man. You know, like it means a lot of shit. So I I got Scooby Doo on him. I'm like, hmm? Like, hmm? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean party? Like, yeah, real quick. But, you know, he broke it down what he meant. You know, he was into smoking and rewriting his lyrics. So, whatever, he wrote for a lot of people. Because, of course, you was never, it was, there was like no, what, I think Vanilla Ice was out at that time. I'm not sure. But it was like no hardcore white rappers at that time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't even know what the, they? Yeah. but Third Bass was out. Get the Gang in his face. I don't know if you're old enough to remember that. I'm showing sure my age right now, but it's cool, man. You feel me? So, I don't know how in the world we got there, but it sound cool. It sounds like we know what we're doing here. We on the road, right? Let's get this on the lockout, baby. <laughs> nah, we know it. We're we, 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 we going to make everything work. You know, one thing about... um time and things that you do in life like you do them enough times it becomes nothing like easy right so uh (laughs) one thing's for sure and two things for certain man I had a hell of experience growing up and even at those times around Roxanne's and uh I was young man I liked her I liked her a lot (laughs) I liked her so much I stopped going there yeah, we used to put up the posters for her in the corner. We was happy. Rest in peace, my friend Mace. Uh, a lot of us used to go there, man. My friend Petey, I grew up with my block. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Mrock went there before, too. A lot of people were going to her house, man. Facts. She lived right in the corner. i never forget. A little nice house. But right across the street from Sunset Park. From the actual park, not the neighborhood. It's a park actually called Sunset Park. That's why they call where we was... Born and raised at the area of Sunset Park. I lived, I was born and raised right down the block from Sunset Park. The park actually starts on 44th Street and 4th Avenue. If, I, if That's the starting. Yeah, and then it goes to like 41st. Either way, you know, start or on uh, My block, you, the entrance to the park is there too, facts. Yeah, the entrance to the park is there. But it's up my block. I live on 44th and 4th, the park starts on 44th and 5th. Facts. Now that you know that, would you like to go to Sunset Park? (laughs) They got a crazy pool there, I almost drowned. 16 foot pool. Could you believe someone had jumped in that pool when there was no water, thinking there was water, and died? (coughs) Splattered their head. (coughs) You're dead. So me, you know the clown warpath is, I'm trying to make believe I'm drowning. Uh, Yo, help me, son. I'm not playing. We're young. Boom. My friend decides he wants to dive. Right? But when he lands, he lands right on top of me. Boom. So now I'm really drowning. But being I was playing earlier, everybody thinks I'm playing. Until this lady with the whistle, the lifeguard, notice, okay, he's not playing. He's drowning. It was the most embarrassing time of my life. And all those embarrassing little moments as a young kid helped me start indulging and not wanting to feel all those embarrassing moments because I'm the type of dude that I dwell on things and they'll kill me for months. If something happens to me, until I do something about it to better the situation where I got the upper hand and I got the win, I feel like shit. Am I the only one? This is the part of the show where I think I pause it for a minute and I take a fucking cigarette break or something like this. What are we doing, John? What are we doing? <laughs> Listen, bro. This is on the lockout. You already know it's going one day to be the hottest podcast show in America. Facts. Big facts. We from Brooklyn, New York. This is coming to you. Live, full, direct to the peoples from all over the world. Shout out to Australia, London, Jamaica, Japan, everywhere, man. Connecticut, New Jersey. Shout out to Killer Sapo, D-Mines, Horsey. You already know. Shout out to Cali, Long Beach, everybody in the building. You already know. The whole Lockout gang, Lockout fam, all my real supporters that ride with me. I love you guys. You already know why we do this. We do this because we care, and we want our peoples to win. Not just me, you, but all peoples from all walks of life. You know what I mean? By the way, just to tell you something else about me, because that's what I was trying to do with this episode here. It's like these last two episodes, I'm trying to tell you little things about me so that you get to know me a little and be like, okay, now I understand why this kid is doing this why this is happening, right? But we come in with a lot more stories, a whole lot more prison and jail experience. Uh, I spent mostly my whole life there, but I've done other things in life too in between time, between my biz. Like I had a CDL, I drove a school bus, I drove trucks. I worked for a few school bus companies, facts, with six felonies. So <laughs> you never know who's going to be driving your kids around. But although I never had no crazy cases like that, But it's dangerous, you know what I mean. Um, And another thing is this, man. But some of the best people in the world are people that have been incarcerated. Like I always said that if I own a major company, I will hire dudes that been arrested, as long as, and even as long as it wasn't like no rape, no hurting an older, elderly person, things like that. You know, none that have to do with kids or women. Then you got money, right? Because I think that a person that's never been incarcerated is quicker to commit a robbery or anything at your job site to take something of value or anything than a person that's been incarcerated. Because a person that's been incarcerated, you think about it like 10 times over, bro. Like, nah, I can't do this. I'm going down. They're going to give me football numbers. I ain't never coming out, especially if they're on parole. But it just so happens that the way the laws were put, well, in New York at least, If they'll be like, any of y'all ever been arrested? Once you say yeah, they focus on you. Because the office or whoever it is could get more time out of you, and I think it it looks better for them. So that's sad. You know, take the dude that they might let go tomorrow that's never been locked up. You know what I mean? Like he wants to give you another felony on top of that one. Trying to lose you, for real. And I think that's what makes it really sad, you know, to me. There's got to be a fixture of the way things work in this system. Like, something really has to change, like, big. Bigger than even now. Because a lot of things are changing, but I don't know if it's ever going to stop, like, the incarceration rate. I just think the people that are going to be getting incarcerated are different. One thing is for sure that in New York City, if you, like, urban, like, dress hip-hop, you're super targeted. That's, like, one thing that needs to stop. Because I know millionaires. I know doctors. I know police officers, I know, they dress hip-hop, but right away, we, like, what is hip-hop, what is dress hip-hop, like, a person with Nikes, with Jordans, with a, with a snapback or a fitted hat, I mean, baggy clothes, I mean, like, what is it, right, so, my whole thing is that, the hood is not the only one dressing like that nowadays, there's squares as we say real good people in life not that nobody from the hood is not any good look at the way i turned out i turned out to be a hell of a fella he's a jolly good fella that nobody can deny Woo! <laughs> yeah but i can revert right back to my old ways real quick i turn into the incredible Hulk. bruce banner you already know <laughs> so yeah um Hopefully you're enjoying the show and whatever you're doing in life that I was able to accompany you, bro. You know? And if you're thinking about hurting yourself in any way, I always say this, man. You're a great person. You're on this earth for a reason. Look at all the things that have happened to you and you're still here. Whatever higher power you believe in, he still allowed you to be here. My man... Homegirl, homeboy, you don't think that you have a purpose here? That you're here to do something super great on this earth? Nah, bro, of course you are. Because you're supposed to be gone a long time ago if you've been through half or a little bit of the stuff I've been through in life. But if you notice, everyone around you is dying. But you've done so much bad shit to people. <laughs> and they allow you to stay here. Right? It's because you know. You know what it is to suffer. You know what it is not to have. You know what it is to want. You know what it is to want, need, and take. You know what it is. To be dirty, low, and grimy, the lowest of the low. You know what it is to be in the bottom of the bottom, under the dirt. And then find a way out on your own when everyone gave you their back. When everyone made the decision that you was never going to change, you rose. (coughs) Warped to another galaxy. Right? Doesn't it feel good? So why would you want to end that right now? from whatever little situation you're going through. Just the same way you made it out of all that. That was probably 30 times worse than whatever you could be going through right now. You too should get over this that you're going through right now. And we're going to get through it together because I'm going through a whole lot of shit in life. But look where I'm at. Look what I'm doing. <laughs> right? I'm here for you, bro. We the lockout family. The lockout gang. Together. Boom! We close that lock and we become one. You feel me? Nothing could come in between. Because that chain, that steel, that bond, boom! is too strong. Facts. That's how we getting down. So let me take you back to when I told you that I was hanging out with the dude that first introduced me to this narcotic situation and this world and everything that's going on, right? Because I was super naive. Not naive to it, but it wasn't like my thing. It was the same dude in my neighborhood that I started watching robbing everybody. Is a fact. And then I started doing the same thing. Like, that was the way to live. You know, and it's sad. Our names were almost identically the same. You know that Abner, AB from 60 Days In, he grew up with me also in my neighborhood, right? And they used to call him AB. I was OB. And the other dude that we almost everybody learned all the bad shit from, shout out to him, was JB. Facts. And uh, anyone that's from Sunset Park knows, right? And anyone that knew him knew that you gotta admit to the fact that dudes were scared of him, bro. Some was ringing bells. It didn't matter, but he wasn't. He was. He would uh, do what he did and indulge or got high or whatever. But back in those days, dudes that owned corners and so called spots, they were indulging and getting high on the low. He was a real, very well respected <laughs> dude that got high. Facts always was Brolic Diesel. It was rare you seen him skinny and he would put the blows on you. It didn't matter how much of a gangster you thought you were. And if you was his friend at one point or another, he was pounding you out too. Me and him never had a fight. He never swung on me. That's one thing. I don't remember him swinging on aloe either, rest in peace. We two dudes he never swung on, bro. We got into arguments like what up? like, what you talking about? Because he knew that I wasn't scared of him. Facts. And he knew that Alo wasn't too scared of him either. You know what I'm saying? Like, Aloe would get busy if you push him. He had a good knuckle game. But if you, you know, there was times he took L's too, like everybody else. I took L's, I know how to take an L, and keep it moving to then convert into a W. And we never showing off, we just telling a story on how we came up, right? And let me tell you something about him. I ran into him in HDM and 1B when I was there too. And he was only there real brief and they transferred him. But uh, when I seen him that day, I was like, wow. I grew up with this dude like since a kid, learned most of everything I know from him, and I'm here with him in the jail system. <laughs> That's when I started like waking up if even just a little bit, that I knew that I had to make a change. Did there have to be something else that I wanted to do in my life? besides be a member of a gang, besides be a dude that was selling drugs, besides be a dude that hung out all night to see which was the next herb that we could catch, where's the next stick up? Like the streets, right? I knew there was something out there that God didn't just put me on this earth to continue being or to be a piece of shit. Then my moms raised me way different than that. Then my brothers and my sisters didn't come out that way. So why am I like this? Why do I feel so different? Why do I feel like I'm not the same? Like I'm not part of them and they are not me? Why do I feel like a monster? Why? Why? I started asking myself these things. And at times to today, I kind of sort of sometimes even still ask myself the same question. Why I could be so calm and nice at one point and then a monster within the snap of a finger, a blink wink of an eye, boom! I'm warpath again. Like it comes a point in your life for me. But well, I just got tired of, or I'm getting tired of just being Warpath. Right? Because you feel like you got to keep living up to the name. And for a minute, I was going to start using my government name. Like, yo, don't even call me Warpath no more. Don't even call me War. Right? Because it's the whole thing with the name. Yo, what up, War? Yo, what up, what up? And you got to keep up the name, you feel. Right? And it's just something I've been thinking about lately, man. And I don't know if you ever felt that way or you feel what I feel right now. But being that I've grown in so many ways, because although I still do a lot of the same shit, or I have a lot of the same ways of being, I've changed a lot of it. So those are, like, major accomplishments for me, right? But uh, some people in life, you hurt them so bad that you would never be able to recoup that relationship, friendship, or trust. And that's one of the things I wish that I could fix with some people, even family members, right? That I... Never really did nothing major, super, major, super. It's like arguments, disagreements, we don't talk, like, and it's been years, and it's sad. You know, that's why I always said I don't deal with my immediate blood family, so I, when I needed a family, I came on social media, and I, I built one, I made it, in fact. And a lot of you guys have welcomed me with open arms and treated me way better than any family member I've ever had. Even than my moms, I swear to God. Because I've actually met some of you guys in person, hung out a few times. And that's the power of online. Right? That's the beauty of it. Right? And you got to say these stuff. if you grew up in them times, I'm just glad that we caught this wave. Where we're not too old or too young for like social media, right? It's just awesome feeling, man, to have great people like you guys. And for whatever it means to you, man, thank you, and I appreciate all my real supporters, and I love you guys, man, with all my heart. Sincerely mean this. You guys know if anybody mean it, I do. I'm not. I don't say it for cloud, for gain, to gain anything. You know what I'm saying? I say it because that's what I'm feeling right now. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to the show. I'm definitely going to post another episode tomorrow. We're going to try to post every day or sometimes uh, pick up right where we left off at. Remember, you're special. You're very special. Thank you for tuning in. Download the episodes. Share them. I'm on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Play. uh, What's that other one? Switcher. I'm on Switcher. I'm about to be on Pandora and on a few other ones. I'm going to keep naming them when I get up in there. I'm waiting for iHeart. iHeart hit me back. You guys already know what this is. It's on the lockout, the hottest podcast New York City. I'm Warpath from Brooklyn, Sunset Park. I love y'all. Be safe tomorrow. Lockout. Gang! Check us out on YouTube on the lockout. Instagram on the lockout underscore. Facebook on the lockout. Love y'all.